breaking news this morning. It would appear that James O'Keefe is out, at least from, there's some conflicting reports we're going to go through here, but he is out at minimum as CEO of Project Veritas. But earlier people reporting, for example, Charlie Kirk reported that James O'Keefe is out flat out at Project Veritas. I think whichever scenario is true, um, this is going to upset a lot of people because, you know, James O'Keefe kind of is Project Veritas. He kind of is um, the uh, the face, the ideological north of Project Veritas. And uh, I think even at, at best case scenario, removing him as CEO is uh, clearly a reprimand that seems to be in line with a lot of the reports we saw last week that he was a tyrannical boss who ate somebody's sandwich or something like that. With now the board of directors, uh, which is a hodgepodge group of people, now in charge, and that is best case scenario. So I want to get you all of the updates as we go here. Just want to remind you all, Coffee brand. Coffee is my website. I'm not going to give you the long pitch, but we sell fresh roasted on demand coffee, 12 different organic loose leaf teas, three real cacao hot cocos, and we want to earn your business. So check on, head on over to www.coffeebrandcoffee.com using promo code the quartering to save and check out some of our delicious flavored coffees, our dark roasts, our light roasts. We have all sorts of stuff that goes directly to supporting the channel. Now, James O. Charlie Kirk, sorry, initially tweets uh, just minutes ago, James O'Keefe out at Project Veritas. However, Swig, who's really seems to have some um, insider uh, sources at Project Veritas, says this is not accurate. Um, and he's saying that a lot of people are going to have to correct uh, um, their reporting. Now, he did indicate yesterday uh, Swig is definitely worth a, a follow. He seems to have some connection. He says people jumping uh, to be the first on the James O'Keefe story are going to have to make corrections. He says this is not accurate. Although what I, f I feel like I've dug around, I've done a little bit of leg work. The initial tweet where it came out says exclusive James O'Keefe, my friend and former boss at Project Veritas, just read his resignation letter to his former team and board members at their New York headquarters, James will make his own way as he always has before. So is he actually leaving? Uh, because I would think, you know, James O'Keefe has not tweeted anything uh, in regards to this. And what I did find uh, was this tweet here that actually read, uh, that was retweeted, that said R.C. Maxwell, who's known as Black Hannity on Twitter, uh, writes, now, by the way, bylines in Project Veritas, Human Events, American Thinker. This is not accurate. James was removed from his position as CEO by the Project Veritas board. They are in charge now. Uh, I think either one of these scenarios is, is deeply concerning. I think if James O'Keefe is out completely from Project Veritas, um, they will lose a massive amount of support a massive amount of financial backing uh, because really there was kind of this big buildup to, um, you know, don't worry, trust us. This big story is going to come out that's going to um, justify us essentially putting James O'Keefe on paid leave, even though they had this whole narrative of, oh, he's really on vacation. I don't know what I buy exactly. He has not come out to correct anything. So I think that that kind of sometimes it's not what you say. It's what you don't say. So, you know, I think, you know, as as of right now with R.C. Maxwell, who has, you know, inside connections of Project Veritas, as well as Swig saying, you know, what's interesting is Swig is out here saying, hey, this isn't true. He clearly knows what's true, but he's not saying it. Um, so I think, you know, that's interesting. Uh, and now he retweets Jack Posobiec, who just tweeted nine minutes ago. Breaking James O'Keefe removed as CEO in Project Veritas. What's crazy is this is his own company. They literally Papa John'd him. And while well, Papa John got Papa John'd more, I think. But yeah, he this is his company. He started it. Um, and I guess he's being uh, replaced now 
by the board. Um, I think if he's removed as CEO, this is clearly a coup with the board uh, wanting to take over. They put out all these like weird, um, you know, hit pieces about how he's such a terrible boss. Here's intelligentsia saying, you know, James O'Keefe's on paid leave from Project Veritas. Uh, an internal message sent to, this is from, you know, just a week or two ago, where Project Veritas employees, a uh, message sent to them by the organization's executive director, Daniel Strack, said that O'Keefe would be taking a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. An image of the message was then shared by a source familiar with the organization's internal operations, and its authenticity was confirmed. By the way, if you haven't yet, I hope today will be the day I earn your subscription. I'll be following this story uh, you know, I'm not, I'm mobile right now. I'm not even at my home studio, but I will do my job and cover this. So if I haven't yet, please, uh, if I haven't earned it yet, please subscribe down below so you get notified when I can update. I assume we're going to get some sort of message from Charlie, uh, from, uh, from James O'Keefe. Uh, you know, of course I said, when reached by a comment on his cell phone, O'Keefe said nothing in response and did not respond to follow-up calls and text messages. So somebody called James O'Keefe and said, yo, uh, can you confirm that you're on paid leave? And he just said nothing and then didn't pick up the phone. Does that sound like somebody who is on a, on a, um, you know, voluntary vacation? It doesn't sound like that to me. On top of that, we have, uh, you know, the other ego part of all of this where, um, you know, this is his baby. He's not now no longer the CEO. Is that going to affect his willingness to come in and work? Does he even want to come in and work anymore? Cause he's being essentially humiliated, defrocked in front of his entire staff. Um, you know, I, I don't really know. Um, can you come back from this? Well, certainly some people can, but you know, uh, you know, people's egos are a thing this is your company, you're the CEO. And now they're like, ah, sorry, player, you're no longer the CEO. Uh, it's, it's absolutely wild to me. Um, you know, and, and after all this, by the way, all this hullabaloo, like the daily beast and James Oak, this headline, James O'Keefe outright cruel to project Veritas employees. Why? Where? I mean, I didn't see anything that was ridiculous. Oh, he ate somebody's sandwich. I'm not exactly sure that that's a big deal. Um, there were no criminal complaints. You know, I was yelled at in front of juniors because he was hungry. And then he took the eight month pregnant woman's sandwich. What? I don't even, I mean, what? I, I, I don't know. He sounds like he's hard to work for. Um, I've certainly had bosses like this. It's not unique to, uh, um, you know, this level of, you know, at Project Veritas level, I've certainly had hardcore bosses all over the place. But, you know, James O'Keefe, interestingly enough, has not liked or made any statements about this, which really lends me, to, you know, makes me believe that this is not something he's happy about. There's not something he's made his peace with. This is not something that, you know, um, our, our, you know, this is not something the man is happy about. Uh, I, I just don't think, you know, this is going to end well. I think generally when you do this, when you like cut a man's like pride like this publicly in front of the whole world, humiliate him, uh, he's not going to want to work for you anymore. But there's this unique, like wild uh, side story of it's his company. So like, I mean, could he go somewhere else and start it again? Sure. But like he started this company. Um, is a lot of the replies like, how can you be removed from what, from that, which is yours by creating a board of directors? That is why independent journalism is the way it's not a bad idea. I mean, people are obviously unfollowing project Veritas, um, you know, and you know, some people are reporting that he resigned, but you know, I assume maybe the two are related that he was, that he stepped down and, he then resigned. You see Disclosed TV says, Justin, James O'Keefe has resigned from Projects Veritas. Um, whether or not he was removed as CEO or there would be more, it's difficult to say right now because I, you know, I think the story is obviously developing, developing. There's different people who all claim to have inside sources um, 
are saying different things right now. I think obviously at the bare minimum, um, you know, bare minimum, uh, he's out as CEO. You see this watching Project Veritas lose followers in real time as news comes out that James O'Keefe has resigned. Um, so if he, you know, if he has resigned, you have, you know, whoa, they're losing lots of followers, uh, lots and lots of them. If I look at how long this has been going on, um, I assume they've been losing followers for some time on, let's say here. Hmm. Is it project underscore Veritas? I think, uh, that's, I think that's what I have to look up here. Sorry for my uh, yeah, it's project underscore Veritas. I had a feeling, uh, so project underscore Veritas. Let's see. Okay. So here's their project Veritas, obviously gaining followers at like immense levels, um, just huge, huge levels. But now they've just been, you know, what's interesting is they deleted a bunch of tweets. Why, where are all these deleted tweets? So they deleted a bunch of tweets, which is interesting. Um, you know, on Thursday of last week, when, you know, a lot of this really broke, losing 17,000 followers, then 8,000, then 3,000. Today, they were at 141, uh, let's say 1.471, we'll just say 471,000 for funsies and see where it's sitting right now. Um, I assume, okay, so not that many. They've lost three, 4,000. Unless they, well, they're going to lose 20, 30,000 unless James O'Keefe comes out and says, hey, look, I'm still staying here. I'm not, you know, I'm not going anywhere, even though blah, blah, blah. But it seems like right now people in the know say he is out as CEO at minimum um, and at worst resigned, um, which is, you know, maybe he resigned from CEO. It might just be a nomenclature thing. Swigs, who, you know, seems to be, in on it says that he was removed by the board. Um, yikes, 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 yikes. Certainly going to lose a lot of support if it comes out that he is definitely gone, but uh, not a good look. Make sure you follow, you subscribe down below. Let me know what you think is going on here. There is no Project Veritas without James O'Keefe, in my opinion. If he's happy to step down, sometimes people don't make good CEOs. Maybe he's happy to step down as a, as a silver lining. Maybe he's happy to step down as CEO so he can focus more on reporting and recruiting and stuff like that. And maybe he's happy to do that. I don't know. Um, but uh, my guess is uh, people don't like losing power. <laughs> so that's probably going to tell you how he really feels. Uh, I really, really want to uh, give a shout out in particular to people or help sharing videos on this topic, because I firmly believe it's you, the viewer, uh, you know, people who tweet out these videos covering it, people that will help, you know, holding the feet to the fire over East Palestine. That is the only reason we got any help there. I, I just firmly believe that if you, if you agree, leave a like on the video, like seriously, I, you all did this. You made sure that the people of East Palestine are getting the attention that the mainstream media seems so desperate to rob them of. Um, without the immense public pressure and outcry, do you think CNN would have printed this? East Palestine residents worry now that rashes, headaches, and other symptoms may be tied to chemicals from the train crash. Now I'm starting to wonder. Now, obviously, I don't, I'm not saying this is true. I, I couldn't possibly know this, but it, was there something there that, Maybe even the people who decided to do the controlled burn didn't know about. You know, maybe maybe there's something, there was something on those train cars that even the people who were trying to make the best decision at the time didn't know about. You know, of course, a lot of people, you know, will roast me for being too uh, forgiving or too white-pilled. But, you know, I just, I just, I can't, I, I just can't believe the way this is being handled. And I just, it's like, it's so difficult for me to just think, Oh, President Biden's like, oh, sweet. I'm just going to go visit uh, uh, Zelensky instead of my own voters. You know, the own my own, the own people that helped get me elected. Some residents of East Palestine, Ohio, say they have developed rashes, sore throats, nausea, and headaches after returning to their homes last week. And they're worried. 
excuse me, that these new symptoms are related to perhaps the chemicals released from the train derailment a week ago. Imagine CNN writing this article before the immense pressure that you all put on the, the, the journalists. The incident happened all the way back on February 3rd, causing massive fire and prompted officials to evacuate hundreds of people who lived near the site. And because, of course, there were fears of hazardous, highly flammable materials might ignite to prevent a potentially worse incident, toxic vinyl chloride gas was vented and burned, releasing a plume of black smoke over the town for days. How exactly is this better than... I don't get it. <laughs> what? How is this better? Now, other chemicals of concern at the site included phosgene and hydrogen chloride, which are, are released when vinyl chloride breaks down during the burning process, I imagine. You know, and other things. According to the U.S. EPA, all these chemicals can change when they break down or react to other things in the environment, creating a stew of potential toxins. But burn it, right? And then only evacuate like a mile around the site. You know, what about the people that are one mile and one foot? You know, I know you could say that's never ending, but it's like maybe go like five miles. I mean, it's like or give people the option like, hey, um, yeah, there's going to be this like toxic cloud. Um, you know, we say, you know, it's 5,200 feet away. You might want to move. But if you live 5,300 feet, then, you know, you're you're totally fine. Or maybe you could just go. Now, residents were all given the all clear to return to their homes just five days later after the air monitoring in East Palestine did not detect any elevated levels. Officials say further testing of indoor air in about 500 homes has also not shown any hazards. Tests of tap water from municipal system did not show any chemicals at levels that would pose any kind of health hazard. Um, yeah, but what about all the, the farm animals and people's pets and things of that nature? You know, there is some thing to be said what is like mass hysteria or psychosomatic sy symptoms people worry themselves into this um but also mm, you also like you know blew up train cars full of chemicals and didn't tell anybody about it and then you had jd vance down there the other day just like rubbing a stick in a creek bed and releasing all these like a rainbow slurry of chemicals I don't understand how I can see the chemicals with my own eyes in the water and the EPA tells me that's safe levels when they're supposedly monitoring things down to like the micro unit. Quote, when we went back on the 10th, that's when we detected that we couldn't raise our kids, decided we couldn't even raise our kids here. Amanda Greathouse said, there was a terrible lingering smell that reminded me of hair perming solution. Greathouse said that she was back in their house about a block from the site for 30 minutes when she developed a rash and nausea. Now, maybe, you know, maybe she's allergic. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. This is just her words, Susan, or whoever's in charge now. When we left, I had a rash on my skin and my arm, and my eyes were burning for a few days after that. And she has two pre-aged, uh, preschool-aged students. She and her husband have returned to their home only twice since the derailment to pick up paperwork and clothing. The chemical smell was so strong that it made me nauseous, Greathouse said. I just wanted to quickly pick up what I needed and leave. I only took a few pieces of clothes because even the clothes smelled like chemicals, and I'm afraid to put them on my kids. She says there's also she's also kept her children out of preschool since the derailment. Even though her son's teacher has promised that students are only using bottled water, she's worried about other types of contamination. I don't want to take my son out of the preschool they're in because I really like the teachers he has, but I'm still scared. Some teachers have even expressed concerns about the air quality. We are very fortunate that we rent our home. Didn't think I would ever say that. I feel awful for my landlord, but I just can't risk my family's health. Your landlord will be fine. Governor Mike DeWine said in a request for medical experts from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has been granted, probably only after Trump announced, by the way. And officials should be arriving early next week to help prop up clinics for patients. Oh, yeah, take your time, right? Let them sit and breathe it in for another week. We know the science indicates that the water is safe, the air is safe. Uh, the science also indicated that getting getting the poke would not would not spread it. Isn't that also the science? The science also indicated that Matt. What? Okay. Anyway, the science. 
DeWine said he plans to set up a clinic where HHS officials and others will answer questions, evaluate symptoms, and provide medical expertise. You know, I, I just, I don't understand. Audrey DeSanzo would like some answers too. How safe is it really, said DeSanzo, who lives about a half mile from the derailment with her two grade school age children. It's not in all these people's heads that they're getting rashes, that they have conjunctivitis, they have pink eye from chemicals. You have a sore throat when you're staying here. It smells out here. After the derailment, I mean, if you could smell it, it's, you know, a lot of, you know, you, you, there's enough, like you can't even smell natural gas, right? They add that scent in. So if you can, if you can smell it, you would think that there's more than like one in a zillion PPMs out there. When she came home this week, DeSanzo said she even aired out her house, changed the furnace filter, washed the sheets and clothes. Even so, she says they all recently went to a local immediate care clinic because the kids were coughing and her throats were raw. Tests for strep throat were negative. The doctor prescribed cough medicine for the kids and told DeSanzo that the chemicals, chemicals were probably to blame. That's what the doctor said. The doctor, she said she had seen a number of East Palestine residents with similar symptoms, DeSanzo said, and advised them to call poison control and go to the local hospital for a blood test. She hasn't gotten the blood test yet, though. Debbie Pietzrak, Pietzrak, Peterzak, sorry, uh, told a spokesperson for Salem Regional, uh, Regional Medical Center who runs the clinic DeSanzo went to confirmed that it had treated a small number of residents with symptoms like sore throats, respiratory problems. The hospital's ER has seen fewer than 10 patients from East Palestine, she said. I, I don't really know what the, I mean, look at look at these hands. I mean, what the heck is going on? This is somebody who's four and has a rash on her hands. This is absolutely insane. You know, and you have said, despite assurance, residents say they can't risk returning. You have rashes on kids' hands, sore throats. It's it's a it's a debacle. Um, you know, of course, Ohio train derailment reveals need for urgent reform. But yeah, isn't it funny how the government that was always involved in these things after the fact, you know, after we have a huge disaster that puts people's lives at risk. You know, again, you have before Ohio derailment, Norfolk Southern, who owns the train, lobbied against safety rules. Um, you know, it, it, it's insane. And then, of course, you have, you know, this article here in Newsweek. Joe Biden may have handed Donald Trump a huge win with Ohio response. Uh, heck, yeah, he's going to, because in the in the belt here, in the Rust Belt, it's kind of been a battleground. You know, Trump dominated it uh, during the 2016 election. And then, you know, it was a much tighter race in 2020. Uh, you know, when 2024 comes around, it's pretty like it's not that far away that people will remember this. Um, and you have President Joe Biden uh, may have handed former President Trump a major win in his with his as his administration faces criticism over its handling the train derailment in Ohio. Trump will visit the town of East Palestine, Ohio, where the derailment occurred next week, with former president touting the trip on his true social platform Saturday morning. The Biden administration has faced anger from local residents and criticism from many elected Republicans over its response to the incident. While neither Biden nor Transportation Secretary Pudi, Beat, Pete Buttigieg has even visited. This is this guy's job. You know why he's not going? He's afraid. Does anybody disagree with that? That's why he's not going. He's afraid. He's afraid he's going to get sick, you know, for those two babies that he bought. He, he's a father. He doesn't want to get, he doesn't want to get sick. But the people that live there, that's fine. He's fine, you know, stepping down. This is the problem with all these, uh, this is the problem with all these stupid appointments. People run for president. They get enough votes to where they get to say, oh, well, make me this. And then I'll step down and endorse you for president. That's how this works. And you get all these morons in charge of things who have no business doing that job. I mean, when Pete Buttigieg, he should have been on the ground that day. What else does he have to do? Ride his bike around? I mean, are you kidding me? And by the way, FEMA confirmed Friday that they will be providing assistance, but only after Trump said he was going. Isn't that a coincidence? I'm sure that's just a coincidence, though, right? I don't have my soundboard. Dang it. Coincidence. Did that? That doesn't really hit the same, does it? You know, you see here, obviously, you have corporate media blackout. You have all sorts of people, 
kind of talking, not talking about this kind of stuff, ignoring it as the people of East Palestine and the surrounding areas. And obviously the, the greater, you know, Ohio waterways, Mississippi river, who knows how big this, this disaster is, but it sure seems like somebody's lying. got another hilarious instant regret for yet another mom who just wants to make that easy buck uh, selling her b-hole on the internet uh, but uh, before I get into that story uh, no sponsor but uh, I'd like to uh, invite you to check out coffeebrandcoffee.com it's my coffee company uh, we have an, a huge selection of roasted on demand flavors non-flavored coffees decaf k-cups we have uh, 12 different organic loose leaf teas. We have three different real cacao flavor, uh, real cacao hot cocos, and it goes directly to supporting the channel. Promo code the quartering, um, and and you'll save big and support the channel. So maybe today decide to give us a check, try us out. School suspends student after discovering mother's OnlyFans account. When is this OnlyFans stuff gonna go away? Like, I understand that, like, you know, I really don't hate the, like, if people weren't paying for it, okay, if people weren't buying it and giving their hard-earned money, um, then it wouldn't exist. At least get something for your money, like some delicious coffee tea or cocoa from coffeebrandcoffee.com. But just some random stranger's b-hole for your money, I just don't understand it. There's so much free content like that on the internet, too. And, and like... This whole generation of like, oh, I'll just throw throw my b-hole out there and and uh, it'll have no repercussions. I'm a strong, independent woman. Of course, this is a byproduct of third wave feminism where uh, women are told that it's empowering to denigrate themselves in this manner uh, and that they shouldn't have any real life re repercussions of this, except there are real life repercussions of this. And the people that are telling them that are f fat and gross and smelly and uh, no one would want to pay for them anyway. So these young women are going out there and going on the internet and put and put selling their cheeks and bad things are happening. Sarah Blake cheek, <laughs> that just worked out. said that she was forced to homeschool her seven year old son after school officials discovered that she had an OnlyFans account and suspended him. That I don't really understand. Cheek stated <laughs> that she attempted to meet with the principal. Nonetheless, she allegedly refused to speak with her. Quote, my son was even suspended from school, and in trying to communicate with the principal, she refused to talk to me or even give a reason as to why he's being treated badly simply because I did OnlyFans. Well, I think the two might be related, but also there's also this, by the way, always be wary of these grifts where these women come out and say, oh, I was fired from my job because of OnlyFans. And then like a million people write articles about them and they get free promotion. Okay. So this is a, oh, I'm trying, just trying to support my kid by selling my b-hole. And, um, I'm just, you know, I'm just like you, please sign up. Like, that's why I go out of my way generally to not mention their, their handles or stuff, because, you know, this is purely to educate my male viewers and, uh, dunk on, on this, uh, on this profession, because, you know, there's also that, you know, that I've talked about this many times, like the Twitch to OnlyFans pipeline that exists. Oh, tee hee hee. Check out my bobs. I'm just playing. I'm playing Harry Potter, just like you check my link tree. And then it's just a, bunch of, you know, ways of them selling their b-hole. So, you know, according to Deserto, which of course always covers this stuff, she also advocated for fellow OnlyFans models who had similar situation regarding her child's school when officials told her that she couldn't volunteer anymore there. Here's what happens. And here's what happened at school. Your son's suspension was your fault. Okay. You could do literally any job you want. All right. That's fine. Nobody's saying that you can't do that. Now, if it was a public school, which I'm suspecting it wasn't, um, they probably couldn't do that. And you'd probably have a big lawsuit on your hands. So maybe you could send your kid to public school. But again, this is all part of this modern day. I'm a I'm a survivor, you know, OnlyFans model. Please give me money. 
business model. Now that I've been like covering stories like this, the first couple times I covered it, I'm like, ha, 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 moron. And then now I'm like, oh, no, this is probably just, you know, uh, you know, this is also there's at least of some possibility that this is just bologna sausage to promote this woman. Um, quote, when Victoria's story hit, I messaged her because I found I'd found an attorney willing to take on an OnlyFans case. Pfft, there's tons of them. What are you kidding me? I had a similar situation with being banned from my kids' football organizations because I did that. They erased me from my kids. Again, not they. You did that. This is the thing. You want to go out there and 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 sell those pictures? Nobody's stopping you. This is a free country, mostly, and you can do that. But you are also not free from consequences. Remember that? Freedom of speech isn't freedom of consequences. They erased my kids' lives, me from my kids' lives, and humiliated me for what I did in private by exposing that secret. Again, you aren't doing it in private. It's a public account. Anybody who wants to pay you $3 can get a picture of your b-hole. All right? I'm not going to weep for OnlyFans models. Um, you know, she added that celebrities do not experience the same form of criticism for, for participating in hookup scenes or nude scenes. Not even close to the same thing. Not even close to the same thing. She said her son was forced out of school without any explanation and had to take homeschooling courses to make up for the work because he was enrolled in another school. Or make up for work in before he was enrolled in another school. So he's in another school anyway. So he's fine. And then all the kids at that school will find out why. And then your son will be mercilessly bullied by his friends in high school because they're all going to post pictures of your mom's b-hole. That's what's going to happen. You know why I know that? Because that's exactly what I would have done in high school. If one of my friend's moms was selling, or you know, back then it would have been like, oh, I found her on a VHS. But like, you know dang well, that would have been printed out and put on that kid's locker every single day. That's just, life's about choices. Maybe when you become a mom, you don't sell, you don't do this type of job, okay? Um, you know, again, came across news one of my apps. Again, she... Is posting this article. This is for press. Let's see how many. What's let's see the huge response to this. Four likes. Her entire this entire post got 400 likes. This seems like drummed up PR baloney sausage. Like, oh my kid got kicked out of school because like these other articles, right? I'm too hot to work at McDonald's, so I'm forced to sell pictures of my b-hole. This article came out yesterday. Woman too pretty to work at McDonald's quits to make content for OnlyFans. Again, all of these, you're not too pretty to work at McDonald's, I assure you. Stop pumping that collagen into your lips, too. You look ridiculous. Um, Melanie, again, this is has left her low-paying job at McDonald's for greener pastures. She went from making around $7 an hour. Let me tell you this. This is what I'm telling you. These are lies. If she was working at McDonald's in America, okay, she'd be making $20 an hour. I highly doubt she's making $7 an hour at McDonald's. But anyway, this is in Edinburgh, so maybe Dankula knows her. Um, the reason for the career change is that she was just too pretty for the job. Collette claims that her manager at Edinburgh, Edinburgh McDonald's hated her because of her looks and would just bully her. Yeah, right. She worked at McDonald's for five minutes and then she drummed this up for PR to try and make her OnlyFans career. That's what this stuff seems like. Yeah, you're milk toast. You're just like every other random blonde chick on that website. You got nothing to offer. So you end up with, you know, all these, like, I've just become so jaded with these fake stories about like, you know, he was a horrible bully of a man and he would, and I would never let him put me down. We all had to wear the same outfit, but I would always have to make sure I had my makeup done or eyelashes. Okay. I, I, I don't understand. Um, this life is about choices. I, I guess to summarize this, I don't care if you want to sell your b-hole. Congratulations do that. But when you have kids or you have family, you don't get to then pretend to be the victim when there's any kind of real consequences for that. I think that that's a fair exchange, right? And by the way, women out there who think this is going to be easy money, it's not. 99.5% of the women that put that first picture out there will never get a paying subscriber ever. 
Okay. So it's just like YouTubers, right? There are millions of YouTubers and you have to get extraordinarily lucky to have any chance. I got very lucky. All right. I'm not the only idiot that reads news articles, right? Tim pool got very lucky to be reading the articles at the time he was, you know, and the topics he was, it all kind of worked out, but that's not how it generally works. So when you try that, and fail. Remember that those pictures will be out there forever and you don't exactly get to whine and complain about it because you chose to do it. Life is about choices. I say this all the time. You choose to sell pictures of your b-hole. That's on you. Um, you don't get to then pretend like, oh, it's just so hard being a beautiful woman. Oh, it's just so hard. I never have to pay for drinks. I never had to struggle at anything in my life. But now, oh my God, I'm not famous enough on OnlyFans. Get out of here. If you're like me and like millions of people around the globe, you don't care one iota about Harry or and Meghan Markle. Literally, nobody cares about these people except mainstream media. Mainstream media keeps telling us, I'm telling me, I'm supposed to care about these losers. They've done nothing with their lives. They were born literal silver spoon in their mouth. What do you mean? Like, if 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 these articles were written about Look how they talk about people who are rich, who were born rich in America. They don't worship them generally. But for these two, two do-nothings uh, have have in, just turned it into this insane media empire where they're constantly playing the victims, even though they're desperate for the public eye. Every single day I see an article about these clowns that I wish I could unsee. I've filtered the word from my Twitter feed because I'm so sick of seeing about these losers. I don't give one dang about what these people do literally ever, but it seems like the mainstream media absolutely does and is obsessed with it. And outlets like Spotify gave this airhead Meghan Markle like $20 million for a podcast that she made like two episodes for what on earth, are, what, what is even happening in this world? But now uh, it seems that South Park has finally spoken up for the little guy, little person, uh, and uh, done what I so desperately wanted literally anybody to do. It seems like these people are like criticism against these idiots is completely uh, verboten. I, I, nobody, you know, it's like, oh, you can't talk, talk bad about them. They're royalty or whatever. I don't care. You're in America. No one cares about that here. But this weird royalty obsession thing is something that I've had that we keep getting crammed down our throats. But now South Park, thankfully, has taken them down a peg. And of course, they're butthurt about it. Are Harry and Meghan planning to sue makers of South Park? Royal commentators claim the lawyers for the Duke and Duchess are casting an eye over the animated sitcom after it savaged them in this worldwide in the worldwide privacy tour episode. I absolutely hope they do because it would be so on brand for these clowns. Harry and Meghan's lawyers are casting an eye. The satirical series ridiculed the couple's demands for privacy while on pub on a publicity blitz for the Duke's autobiography, Spare, which who the, who cares? I don't know who bought this book. Who bought this book? You could have bought a philosophy book. You could have bought a comic book. You could have bought a a a a a a a, a coffee table book that turns into a coffee. Oh, wait, that's from Seinfeld. Literally any other book on the planet. Rich dad, poor dad, you could have bought. Who bought this book? Anyway, and their Netflix series again, who cares? In a brutal episode last week. Now it's been suggested that the broadcast may have legal ramifications with their lawyers. Royal commentator, imagine being, imagine that's your job. Yikes. Uh, told Fox News, the representatives for the pair are now watching the series closely for any more attacks. He said, according to sources close to the ex-royals, it appears like many things with Meghan and Harry, this may have legal ramifications attached. Good. I hope that I hope South, I hope South Park. And honestly, if you know anything about like the South Park guys, uh, I hope that they do sue them because that just means we're going to get more and more episodes uh, dunking on these idiots. Um, Mr. Sean added that the makers of South Park have 
as yet received no legal correspondence. Last week's episode depicted the prince and princess of Canada, a young royal couple who loudly begged for privacy while drawing attention to themselves. The red-headed prince and his wife, who wears the exact same dusty pink outfit that Meghan donned for Trooping the Color in 2018, was seen promoting the prince's book, WAG, the cover of which strongly resembles Harry's memoir, Spare. Spare. The episode is filled with swipes at the Sussexes, with the main character, Stan, branding their cartoon equivalents, the dumb prince and his stupid wife. Love it. Perfectly agree. While Kyle complains about the private jet parked outside their home. The show opens up with Kyle's younger brother, Ike, adopted from Canada, inconsolable at the news of the Queen of Canada, who resembles the late Queen Elizabeth, passing. The Prince and Princess of Canada are seen at a large state funeral where they are booed by the rest of the royal family, accused of bashing the Canadian monarchy. Against the backlash, a couple appear on breakfast television to demand their privacy. <laughs> that's the best part about it. That's, that's the best part. Awaiting on the set of Good Morning Canada with a book to promote, the prince holds aloft a, a placard reading, We Want Privacy, while the princess's banner reads, Stop Looking at Us. The host asks, in reporting on the royal family for his new book, Wang, he has now become a journalist himself, despite hating them. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Yeah, right. The couple are challenged by the host who questions how sincerely they want privacy, and the royals storm off the set. The couples board their private jet and embark on a worldwide We Want Privacy tour, complete with dancing rainbows and a catching theme tune. They visit France and India, where they chant their pro-privacy slogans to bemuse the locals, and even a field of kangaroos during a pit stop in Australia. Shout out Sydney Watson. Eventually, they settle in the quiet town of South Park, Colorado. If we moved here, people would think we're really serious about wanting to be normal. The royals clash with locals arriving with a drum kit demanding privacy from neighbors. Cal wakes up one morning and finds the house has been covered with magazines featuring the princess. They include a cover strongly resembling that of the Cut magazine after it ran a cover interview of Meghan last summer. While Kyle confronts the royals, the princess yells, He victimized me! The prince springs to his wife's defense. This is an outrage, he cries. We'll see who how he deals with my blue ween. <laughs> it appears to refer, of course, to the frostbite case. I mean, the idea that these clowns would sue Megan Kelly on Prince Harry and Meghan when South Park turns on you, there's no recovering. Oh, yeah, boo-hoo. They could just get their $20 million a year from Spotify for doing, what, three shows or something like that? This says satire, mocking, and ridicule are time-honored traditions for public figures, but the next level is South Park take on your foibles. As a pundit, as pundit Megan Kelly noted in her podcast last week, when South Park turns on you, there's no recovering. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex were ridiculed in last in the show's last latest episode, the Worldwide Privacy Tour. I feel like this is a pronouncement that they've jumped the shark. They are not beloved, and their hopes of running for president, report hopes, are all but dashed. Dude, if this broad, they think they want to run for what? Run for president? We truly live in a clown world. We truly do. That's not happening. When South Park turns on you, there's no recovering. In the episode, of course, who are not identified. I mean, if you read, I guarantee I read the comments, um, you know, and it's like, I don't really understand why anyone would, like, LOL. People should just leave Megan and Harry alone, hater. I want to be left alone. I don't want to see any more articles about these losers. I don't want to see them on my TV screen. I don't want to see them on Twitter. They are losers. They've done nothing with their lives. Their fans have nothing going on with their lives. Their fans, if you if you're like worried about what in the heck dress this woman wore, get your priorities straight. I don't even understand how these people are a thing and now the UK, the UK is like sneakily dumped them off on us and they won't take them back. We already took James Corden. What else do you want? This is perhaps the worst news I've ever gotten in my life. Now, I suppose there are a few better places to receive such bad news, but apparently there are many rumors around Disney losing a ton of faith in 
the Captain Marvel 2 movie. Most of it surrounds around the widespread and very public unlikability or dislike of the main actress Brie Larson. Now, many of you know there is no bigger Brie Larson fan, perhaps in the world, uh, than myself. And over the years, I've grown to appreciate Brie uh, in many, many ways. And, you know, I think the the uh, hilarity around uh, just how desperate Disney is to make Brie Larson a thing is also pretty funny. Uh, if you saw the first Captain Marvel movie, it did very well in the theaters. You know, many of my detractors would say, oh, my God, you know, uh, uh, Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Get wrecked, incel. In wrecked indeed, I was. However, I never said the movie wouldn't make a ton of money. They could have literally put uh, a dancing elephant on screen for three three hours and said that it was required reading for in uh, Endgame, and Marvel fans would have showed up, watched the entire thing, watched the trailer, and hoped for post credit scenes. That's Marvel fans. Now I'm not here to insult or belittle people that enjoy going to see Marvel movies. There are still the occasional kind of peanut in the in the Duke as it were, because you know, there's movies like The Eternals, which flopped incredibly. There's movies like Ant-Man, which I wouldn't really say is like a huge tentpole, you know, um, um, property for Marvel. It's never been that awesome. I saw like Ant-Man had a huge following. People just love Paul Rudd. And, you know, I think the movies are fine for what they are. Uh, you know, I've kind of evolved or, or moved on from the, I have to see these movies in the theater. And I think a lot of people agree there. They also like, you know, we all have, you know, many people have Disney plus, we have other ways to watch them at home. So there's not really this idea that people have to run out to the movie theater. However, uh, Disney, you know, for, for, for MCU, let's just take up until Endgame. There were far more hits than misses. I think we could all agree with that, right? Almost every movie, I mean, you could look at maybe the first Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton or like um, the second Thor movie or like, you know, there's a couple of stinkers in there, but for the most part, they're all bangers. All the early Guardians of the Galaxy were pretty good, although I think the first Guardians of the Galaxy was the best and everyone after that kind of went downhill. Thor's hit or miss, but everyone kind of loves Chris Hemsworth. Spider-Man's um, just a money printing machine and they do a really good job with it. Maybe it's because Sony's involved. I don't know. Um but, you know, a lot of these other properties that they've tried to make a thing in 2022, 2023 have flopped spectacularly. We saw this with the Eternals. Um, you know, 10 new superheroes were suddenly supposed to give a dang about and no time to get to learn or, uh, learn about them at all because they don't want anyone to earn their keep anymore. So you used to appear as like a side character in a movie. People get to like you and know you and then you get your own movies. But now it's like, oh, no, go see Eternals. If you don't want to see that, then you're a racist. Well, that's sort of what they shifted to with Captain Marvel. And many people, again, saw Captain Marvel because it was required reading for Endgame. But many people, you know, poked at Brie Larson's, you know, stone face performance. Uh, a lot of people didn't like the CGI, which is something Marvel fans always complain about. Um, so that's, you know, that's not Captain Marvel specific. But now it seems like Brie Larson or that Disney is really losing faith in the Marvels because, We've already talked about, like in phase one of that losing faith, I think with the kind of consumer uh, indifference to Brie Larson in that role, uh, they added additional stars, right? They didn't call it Captain Marvel 2 for a reason. In fact, Captain Marvel is not even in the title. Do you think that that's a coincidence? I don't. I think they absolutely knew that that Captain Marvel has a negative stigma, and that's why they called it The Marvels, right? It's super generic. It actually sucks as a name. But the idea that, you know, imagine not call, imagine calling uh, a Thor movie, like not, and not having Thor in the title or Captain America. You just called it The Americas. Like that's, that's like as dumb as when they had um, Harley Quinn and the, 
and the fantabulous emancipation of or whatever it was, Birds of Prey, was the dumbest title ever, and it cost him millions at the box office. So you can't tell me that this wasn't a, a concerted decision to say, all right, well, we need to bring in, we need help. We need help for B. Larson. So they bring in uh, 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 two other uh, strong independent women who don't need no man. Also two characters that nobody really knows or cares about except this super small group of people, but it's more diverse. Now maybe Captain Marvel, Brie Larson herself asked for this, but there's a reason that this movie has been now delayed not once, not twice, not thrice, not four times, but five times from what I can understand. If you thought the days, if you thought we were past the days of big blockbuster release dates being delayed, think again. On the day that Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania hit theaters around the world to a muted reception from critics, Disney has delayed the forthcoming Captain Marvel Marvel sequel, The Marvels. The Marvels directed by Nia DaCosta, by the way, who sucks, uh, and Brie Larson, and starring Brie Larson, is now scheduled to hit theaters November 10th. It was previously on the calendar for July 28th. So the summer blockbuster, July 28th, now is moved to the holiday season, November 10th. Disney has swapped the Marvels with theme park-inspired movie Haunted Mansion, which was due to come out in August, but will now take the July slot. Now, maybe you want that movie, which is like a kid's movie, to come out in the summertime when kids are off school. So, like, I could see why maybe you do that. But why move the your summer blockbuster, right? The Marvels should make a billion dollars. By the way, there I will say this right here, right now. There is a 0% chance... The Marvels makes a the Marvels makes anywhere near a billion dollars. Like, I I will shave off my beard if they if it makes anywhere near a billion dollars. Uh, those days are largely gone for Marvel movies, which means they're going to have to start making the budget a lot smaller. Disney gave no indication of whether Marvel needs more time to be completed or whether the company is deliberately spacing out superhero releases after a mixed reaction to Quantum Mania. So they're saying essentially, you know, the critics didn't like Quantumania. Obviously, I'm nowhere near a movie theater, um, so you'll have to let me know. I'm gonna guess what you're gonna write in the comments or about Ant-Man three is, eh, it was okay, eh, you know, it was something to do, you know, it was something to do on a Saturday, which is like what all Marvel movies are now. They really hosed themselves with Endgame, like they really did, because now it's just like, who cares? Yeah, okay, it's a Marvel movie, I'll go see it. Um, you know, and that's the best you can hope for, unless it's like Spider-Man. You know, even Thor, like I'm so over Thor, like um, uh, Taika Waititi ruined Thor for me. Like, it's just so cringe now. Like, joke, 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 nothing serious. There's no stakes. If there's no stakes, why am I supposed to care if a character is getting beat up in a fight or all this stuff? Like, when they started with the pin particles, it's like, oh, the world ended. Nah, we'll just go back and fix it. Like, I need real stakes for me to go spend $40 at the movie theater uh, or, you know, to care about something. Now, what's interesting to me is if you look at some of the coverage around this, you know, there's a lot of concern. Disney pushes back to Marvel's release date again, but offers a poster. whoopity doo da poster. But, like, you know, the, there, there are bots on the Internet that absolutely you know, mobilized for this, but you know, you can look at a lot of the, a lot of this, you know, and you have, you know, Marvel didn't mention the date change. The internet noticed immediately with the first couple of date changes being one could possibly argue was due to lockdown delays, pushing the film back, but five delays sounds like there are issues. It feels like Marvel and Disney are trying to stall this film as long as possible. Previous July 28th release date has now been given to Disney's Haunted Mansion film. They literally took out a Marvel film from a summer date to replace it with their Haunted Mansion movie. This was after they switched the February 17th date out for the new Ant-Man film. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania is already facing an uphill battle at the box office in one of the original Marvel slots. The latest Ant-Man film is not expected to perform very well, and it is not even facing much competition until the Coke bear comes out next week. That's where you're going to see, I mean, a lot of people really want to see that movie. I don't know if it's the same audience. It's certainly some crossover, you know, um, but it says, you know, right now, Disney's best shot as a Marvel blockbuster seems to rest with the Guardians Galaxy Volume 3 releasing in May. Disney has announced that they will be spreading out Marvel films 
and shows more that could be part of the reason the Marvels was pushed back. However, it feels like there could be some issues with the female-led superhero film as it has been shifted four times before Disney even made that announcement. Miss Marvel also, Miss Marvel did not do all that well on Disney Plus last June. Now, the critics absolutely loved Miss Marvel. I don't think it's fair to say, you know, that it didn't do well with critics, but it certainly did not bring in a huge audience. Again, because Miss Marvel is like a whatever character. You know, I get it. You get to have a diverse superhero. And so you have to like mute expectations. There's, you know, if, if you're saying, well, she looks like you, so you should go see the movie. Well, that doesn't necessarily hit like it used to. It doesn't work like it used to. Um, and so I'm guessing that there are major, major problems with this movie. Uh, and, and I think if you actually go back and look at the original Captain Marvel, a movie that was rated so poorly that it made uh, Rotten Tomatoes change its entire rating system, uh, this is probably not a good sign. And I think perhaps more uh, of, of, of more uh, evidence that the world has kind of started to move on from Marvel films. For me, I'll, it's like when they come out, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it at, on Disney Plus. And then I never do. You know, so I don't know. You let me know what you think in the comment section down below. Is it is a Brie Larson problem? Is it a Marvel's problem? I don't think we can just pretend like moving a film back five times is just a coincidence or something normal. This is probably one of the most hilarious stories that keeps evolving, that keeps me interested because it could be one of the most based movie moves of all time. Like seriously, perhaps the most based human ever. Now, or they're like a total weirdo and I don't know what else to say about it because it's just so weird. Like, you know, I've covered this shop teacher in Canada, right? Who apparently looks a lot like Tim Dillon. Uh, but uh, with, you know, they're going to class. They have these huge, like gigantic prosthetics on the whole time. Uh, kids are taking pictures and, and, and saying like, uh, you know, obviously this is weird and, um, you know, not okay. This is clearly some sort of thing they get off on, um, putting that in front of kids. It's a whole weird thing, right? But now it's gotten to the point where like, there's a, f a fourth, a fourth D fourth double D dimension chest move going on here where apparently this person is fed up with like woke ideology and woke stuff uh, going on at the schools. And they're doing this to prove a point. This has been a developing story. So like people are saying, so is the guy trolling or are they getting off on it? Jake Shields, Lisa Elizabeth says they're trolling. You know, nobody really knows. But now there's, you know, again, these are like a non posts, but this is a weird thing here. Massive W for, uh, you know, the sh giant uh, shop teacher. So this is uh, a post, right? It says, the dude is gaming the system. And Anon here yesterday was in his class. The teacher was almost fired for, quote, toxic masculin masculinity last year, as well as, quote, not embracing woke culture. He'd drop red pills to his class, such as how silly gender-neutral bathrooms were, and the school board hates him. Now he's upping the ante to exploit a very clown world the school and society itself created. His long game is most likely to get fired and then sue for discrimination. There's no other explanation, no better way to troll the clown world than to become an over-the-top caricature of a woman. I mean, we've seen this with, uh, you know, Dylan Mulvaney, for example, and this is a, a biological man that I believed for a very long time was just trolling and enjoying the um, the uh, 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 notoriety and the fame and clout from it. But the more I see this man, uh, biological man, you know, now having um, facial femininity surgeries and all this stuff, the, the funny thing is, you know, it's, if I can have a brief aside here, somebody like Dylan Mulvaney, mark my words, 
everyone's kind of all over this gentleman now, promoting him, giving him like, uh, you know, commercials and stuff like that, awards. The world will move on. It always does. And, and it's going to move on. And this person, if they are, in fact, just doing it for clout, they're going to be stuck with this facial reconstruction surgery that they did. And to be honest with you, Dylan Mulvaney has plenty of money. If he wants me to believe that he really is a woman, then get the bottom surgery. That's, it's very easy. You know, that's something that many people simply can't afford. Dylan Mulvaney can. So if Dylan Mulvaney wants me to believe that a biological man is in fact a biological woman, I'm calling you out, chop it off, bud. Then I'll, then I'll maybe believe you. But anyway, a Canadian teacher uh, with the prosthetics uh, spectacularly claims, in fact, that they are real. The Canadian high school teacher who goes to work wearing these prosthetics incredibly claimed that they're not fake and denied being the, per- the person photographed leaving home without them but acknowledge that, well, she can't prove it. She, come on, New York Post. New York Post. New York Post writing she. This isn't even uh, somebody who identifies as trans, is it? They just wear these ridiculous uh, uh, prosthetics. Quote, my condition is classified as gigantomastia, which can also be referred to as macromastia. Um, he said during a sit down at a cafe in Burlington in Toronto, it's rare. There's no doubt about it. It affects women on a very rare basis. But in my case, I believe, and my doctor thinks that I have two X chromosomes as well. So that has something to do with it. And hormone sensitivity to estrogen, in fact, caused it when pressed for proof, Lemieux who spoke in a soft, high-pitched voice with a pronounced Canadian accent, said she'd never actually received a formal diagnosis. You mean he? Lemieux, who also denied being the person who was photographed by the Post last week driving out of her apartment building and walking on the sidewalk a short time later. So it was definitely them, right? Good Lord. That person who is dressed in men's clothing did not have a chest bore a striking resemblance to the teacher who was identified by a neighbor as, in fact, Lemieux. I can't tell you who that is because I don't want to bring anyone else into this. I don't want that person being thrown all over the media, but it wasn't me. Uh, It definitely was. This is who I am. This is how I look. You've been talking to people in my building, but what they're telling you is harsh and untrue. I am always going to look the way that I am. Asked if her appearance ever differed from the way she looked at home, the muse said, I guess if I took my wig and makeup off. I mean, this is definitely the this is definitely the same person. Like there's no question about it. But I would still have these. You can't hide them. I mean, they are so obviously fake. What is going on? Maybe he's like I can't, I can't actually blow the grift this early. Like I have to, I have to now take it up to the nth degree and claim that they're real when I can just look at them and say they're not real. They are rock solid. They don't move at all. Now, of course, but I would still have uh, Lemieux who has sparked worldwide controversy since the photos and videos of uh, them went wild shortly after working as a shop teacher at Ontario's Oakville Trafalgar High School in September, or Trafalgar, sorry, the school has been subjected to rep- repeated threats, which with with target threats made about Lemieux and school officials. Look, I think this is the one of the weirdest stories. It's 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 hilarious for me to cover, but also like super sad, right? Because on one hand, the system is so messed up that this guy straps these giant honkers on every day and has to pretend they're real to perhaps prove a point. And he's in some sort of stalemate with a super woke school board, or this person actually believes that in the morning when they put these things on, that they are in fact real and they are in fact a woman. Either scenario is just maximum clown world. Students have also reportedly been threatened with suspensions if they even take a photo, which is ridiculous, 
Okay, I would say in the in my most charitable interpretation of this, this is some dude who like has some sort of fetish for this or gets off on it being leered at, being looked at. They want people to look at them. That's why you put these things on. I mean, at the most basic level of this, it's the same reason many women uh, get these gigantic implants. Like you want to get like a normal size implant thing. I'm not going to say, oh, you just want people to stare at you. You go out and get these like double E's or whatever. I mean, what else would you do that for? And it's for my confidence. Yeah. You want to blow out your back for confidence? Anyway, I identify as a woman, female, she, her, Lemieux said, uh, my whole life I've been identifying as a male. I've been looking like a male. When I decided to embrace the other side of me around age 39, that this presented itself. So you didn't have a chest. Then you said, I'm a woman now. And then they appeared. Lemieux said that being Intersex can mean different things to different people, but generally as a male, you're born with XY chromosomes and woman with double X. The famed Cleveland Clinic. Okay, sorry. The, the same people can have a mixture of those two different sets of chromosomes. I mean, like, sure. It affects people assigned female at birth. Oh my God. You are female at birth or male at birth. You are not assigned female at birth. An old lady just fell on her bike outside. Sorry. It affects. <laughs> she's okay. It affects people assigned female at birth. Are you joking? Like, are you are you literally? I mean, come on. It can happen during puberty, pregnancy, or from taking medication. In some cases, it occurs spontaneously and for no reason. Uh-huh. Outraged parents demanded that the Halton School District Board impose a dress code for teachers, which was initially rejected last year due to concerns about, of course, wokeness. I mean, this is what this this guy is wearing, like hot pants. Is that what you do? Or spandex? Of course, in January, the school board agreed to develop a policy requiring teachers to maintain, quote, an appropriate and professional appearance. But Wednesday, school board meeting erupted in a raucous public complaints, according to the National Post. Cops were called after several board members left the room and one woman was repeatedly, I mean, reportedly rejected. Julia Mallott, a transgender mom from Kitchener, Ontario, attended the meeting and spoke in favor of a dress code that would allow teachers to express their self-identified genders. I mean, there's there's your self-identified genders and then there's whatever this is. I mean, this is just... It, I, I am genuinely fascinated with this story. They went like skydiving with these things on. I mean, it's very clearly the same guy photographed. Do you think this is f- like fourth dimensional chess? Or I, I don't even understand. I mean, perhaps it's a reach where they're like, I don't really know any other w- w- possible way I could describe or explain this person's behavior. But if it is true that it is perhaps the great, then it is perhaps the greatest troll that has ever existed of all time. Of course, Lauren Southern went on to clarify he should 100% be fired by the school for doing this around kids, but it's a W in highlighting the clown world. But overall, pretty sick to do this around kids. If we lived in a sane world, it never would have happened in the first place. Couldn't agree more. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please do make sure you leave a like on it. And there's a red subscribe button down below. I'll greatly appreciate you uh, subscribing to the channel. I hope I earned that subscription today and we'll talk to you again real soon.